Welcome to Lifestyle Worship Podcast. I'm Jerry Heinold, and I'm here today, super excited to be with Lena Vaughn. Um, Lena has been in our ministry, our student worship ministry, for the last five years. And she, for this last year, she actually led our oldest high school team and just did an amazing job. I am always blown away by her character and her integrity and how she leads um, and loves Jesus and walks with Him. Um, and also how she struggles and how <laughs> she goes through the hard parts and stuff. And so we've had some amazing, amazing conversations over the over the years. And mm-hmm. so I wanted to bring her on here and hear her heart for what it means to live a lifestyle of worship, what that looks like, what are the struggles, what are the great parts, um, the real conversation about lifestyle worship, according to Lena Vaughn. <laughs> and so thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with us today. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for inviting me. <laughs> awesome. So I always like to ask, um, first question, just tell us a little bit about yourself. I want to hear who is Lena Vaughn for our <laughs> listeners. Um, who, who are we talking to right now? <laughs> well, I am Lena Vaughn. I am 18 years old and I graduated high school, uh, this past year and, um, I've uh, honestly done a lot in worship ministry over the past five years and have experienced some really hard parts of it and some exciting parts and the good and and just have really enjoyed that. Um, And that's honestly been a huge, huge part of my story over the past um, whatever, more than five years, but that's been a huge part of it over the past five years. And um, I'm really excited because this coming semester I get to go to a Bible school in England and just kind of learn how to worship well in a different way, you know, um, and, and just understand God's word a little better. So yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. That's <laughs> awesome. And that's true. I'm glad you mentioned the other things that you have been doing in addition to student worship ministry. You've been mm-hmm. involved in the uh, prayer room here, yes. which is a lot about just yeah. hanging out with Jesus, worshiping yeah, Him. <laughs> um, tell us a little bit about that aspect, because that is a yeah. little different than student yes, worship ministry, is. where you're leading worship for students. Mm-hmm. Tell us about the audience yeah. one. For sure. So we have a prayer room here at Grace Fellowship um, where the, the goal is 24-7 worship, but we're not like... We have to fill time because the goal is to dwell in God's presence and to right. seek Him as the one thing. Um, and so we do two-hour sets, um, usually at a time. Sometimes they go a little longer, sometimes shorter. But we just kind of just make music for God and pray. And it's usually not planned, and sometimes it's messy. And that's kind of the beauty of it is it's yeah. just raw yeah. desire, you know. Right. Um, it doesn't have to have a—we're going to play these— 16 songs. It's, hey, we'll start with this song and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes it's a train wreck and it's still gl- God glorifying. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and I love the fact that, I mean, the whole in the name audience of one mm-hmm. is basically just all about the only, yeah. the only one that really matters is God. For sure. And if nobody shows up and it's just you and God, then that was the, what was supposed it. to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's worthy of all the time and energy. Yeah. And so I love that. Yeah. Um, there's, so, there's been sets where it's been four musicians in a circle, no one shows up, and yeah. it's just gift, and, you know? Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And I've seen you grow a lot in just understanding of what what worship is and the, mm-hmm. the more important aspects. It's not just being on a stage yeah. <laughs> and getting to perform for people. Yeah. Um, that kind of brings it really to the heart yeah, of for that, sure. which is really awesome. And I honestly think that that does reflect on... Uh, knowing more about what it means to live a lifestyle of worship mm-hmm. when it really isn't about performing. 
Yeah. Um, so anyways, but that's just something that I love about that. But all right. Awesome. So uh, this podcast is titled Lifestyle Worship. (laughs) And so I just want, I love to hear different people's perspectives on what that means to them. And so Mm -hmm. tell us kind of what you think. What is living a lifestyle worship? What does that mean to you? It's really funny because the very first year I joined um, the student worship bands, which was my eighth grade year, um, the very first thing you, were you, so much you told us, I was, <laughs> I was tiny. <laughs> the very first thing you told us was the goal here is to live a lifestyle of worship. And I was kind of like, oh yeah, easy, done, you know? <laughs> and I just did not get it, what that meant. And, and I think you kind of didn't get super specific on purpose to let us discover what mm. that meant. that meant. We had a lot of good conversations about it, but you were also like, you tell me, yeah. what does it mean to live a lifestyle right. worship? You weren't telling us what it was. Right. You were inviting us to a lifestyle of worship. So we had to figure it out, you know? Um, I think something that I've learned most and that has been the most impactful in understanding what it is, is I think a lifestyle of worship is delighting in God. Mm-hmm. Um, because worship isn't just, you know, music. Worship is like a desire and a passion for God's kingdom. And so delighting in God can mean something as simple as like waking up and just feeling thankful. It can be, it can be a hard thing of like discovering an area where you struggle and like turning it over to God because you trust him. And it's like, literally it's just delighting in who God is and his grace and his mercy and um, just his faithfulness. And I know all of those are like big words that we use, but I think delighting in God is just like seeking him and, and desiring his presence. Wow. And I think that's what a lifestyle of worship is. That's cool. It's not, it's, it's not as specific as we would probably like it to be, <laughs> you no, know? I, I think living lifestyle worship is absolutely multifaceted. And mm-hmm. I think that's a huge, that is a huge um, yeah. component of a part of it. Um, yeah. Another one of the billions of probably yeah. components and pieces For of it. Sure. And that word delight is honestly not something that I hear. Mm-hmm. That word is not yeah. something <laughs> that I hear a lot, but I like that. Um, can you, I'm going to put you on the spot. Yeah. Can you unpack what the word delight, like, what does that mm-hmm. really mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny because like, I think a lot of the times when we think of worship or uh, time with God, it's, it's a duty. It's a, yeah. it's a, um, it's part of our checklist right. sometimes. And, and I get that and it should, it is in a way, you sure. know, it should be, but I think delighting is actually taking joy and being in God's presence. You know, it's it's enjoying being with God and seeking God because yeah. a lot of the time when it becomes that checklist, it's easy to get distracted right. and and go through the motions. the motions. And so I think God delights in us. He takes joy in his children when we are actually loving his presence, you mm-hmm. know, not when we're, you know, checking a box. Right. So I think delighting is having joy, you That's know. Awesome. And seeking God. I think that's been probably one of the biggest things I've learned this year is to have joy in God's presence. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I've ever experienced it the way that I have when I have learned that. Yeah. So that's good. And I, you know, I see working with lots of students, I see um, some seasons where students are just absolutely in mm-hmm. love with Jesus yeah. and like, you know, it's maybe it's fresh or maybe mm-hmm. God's really spoken to them. Maybe it's after a retreat or something yeah. or after <laughs> retreat where it's like, oh, the that's post, the easy part. Yeah. Like, you know, God's been so real and yeah. so close mm-hmm. and I feel him so nearly. Um, and then those other moments where yeah. you don't, maybe maybe sin has crept in or maybe something has happened and, and you feel far from God. And yeah. and it's almost like that delight yes. like we've, we've forgotten Mm-hmm. And we more, take more delight in maybe the world or maybe yeah. in 
the pleasures or whatever. Yeah. Um, and, and I think what the like warning I would give when I say that is that when you don't feel something, that doesn't mean that you're mm, not delighting, you know, good. because there have been seasons, there have been even just a, a week or a day, you know, where I'm like, I just don't feel you, Lord. And sure. I don't, I'm not delighting in you. So how, how does this mean the same thing? And I, I think I would just emphasize that it's not a feeling. Not delighting feeling. is like a choice, you know, um, it's not just a feeling. So I wouldn't want that to be what you hear from delight in the Lord. That's is that good. you have to be happy when you're in God's right, presence, you right. know? So. Yeah. Cause we, we Christians sometimes have that kind of <laughs> mentality, not really mentality, but, uh, we come across as like, yeah. whenever everything's going well, then God's, yes. God's good to us. And mm-hmm. when things are not, you know, yeah. oh my gosh, you know, yeah. what's going on? And you can delight Almost in a sense of maybe trust, mm-hmm. trusting God. Yeah. Um, that even during the tough parts of life, definitely. Maybe in the parts where you don't hear His voice or you don't feel like you're He's close, mm-hmm. even though He is. I mean, the yeah. reality is that He is, right? Yes. Um, even <laughs> in those parts, we can delight in knowing the truth that He is there, yeah. and maybe looking looking for yeah. His hand, looking for His. Mm-hmm. His glory in those places. Yeah. Um, For the longest time, the lyrics good. in Waymaker and the bridge have like been kind of my heart song. Of okay. even when I don't feel it, you're working. Oh, even when I don't yeah. see it, you're working. He's present when we don't have a feeling, which is probably the most comforting thing because it doesn't depend on you; it depends on him. That's good. So, yeah, I absolutely love that part mm-hmm. too. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So many times in life, that's that's where you're going to be, mm-hmm. and if you haven't figured out. Where God is yeah. during during those moments, and you just the, your mind and I, my struggle obviously is my mind a lot of times. It's yeah. like my mind's telling me way. one thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, you don't feel God; He must not be here. Yeah, <laughs> and that couldn't be further from. Or the you're truth. doing something wrong. Or I'm yeah. doing something wrong, which you know sometimes I could be doing something <laughs> yeah. wrong. No matter yeah. what, those times whether I'm doing something wrong or I just don't feel Him, mm-hmm. the truth is that He is still as close as mm-hmm. my skin <laughs> and closer. Yeah. And, and I just need to believe that truth. Right. Yeah. And, and press in to see, okay, where can I see God's hand moving? Mm, That's That's good. That's so good. I love that. What have been the challenges specifically for you in, in trying to live that lifestyle of worship? Um, I think it's harder actually in corporate worship to live a lifestyle of worship, which is super interesting interesting because like, It's easier for me sometimes to be focused and delighting in God, you know, like I said, when I'm not actually like leading a set, you know, and so I think actually one of the biggest challenges has been learning how to like worship from a platform, actually. I think that that's been one of the hardest things because with that, there's people, you know, it's not just between you and God. It it, it should be, but you know, our brains, like you said, get in the way sometimes and, and the distractions and the the other thoughts that I've had, like even as like a like a band leader of leading my team and then hoping to steer a congregation to something, feeling like that's almost your responsibility, right. your job, or you're responsible for the movement of the Holy Spirit and you're right. just so not. Yep. <laughs> it's so not dependent on you. And we've had so many conversations about times when it's easy to get caught up in how can I foster an environment for the Holy Spirit? That's just not, that's, that sometimes comes from a place of pride. I think that's something that, you know, we've talked about and I think has been one of the challenges for me is like being humble while Mm. on a platform, you know, Mm. it's a lot easier for me to feel like 
humble before the Lord in, in an A1 set when no one's watching right. <laughs> than it is when you're leading a, a congregation, you know? And so I think that's been a big part of my journey is just like, and that's still it is, you know, it's sure. not like, oh, I figured out humility. Right. <laughs> it's like, I'm, I have to constantly, you know, yeah. put that before the Lord. So. Catching yourself when you're, yeah. when you're, your head space is kind of yes. going in a direction <laughs> that you're like, okay, you know, when you catch yourself and just say, okay, mm-hmm. no, I'm choosing to come back yeah. Yeah. to where I know I, what the truth is and what I, where mm-hmm. I need to be. Um, yeah. This is all about God. Yeah. Uh, yes, I've told myself a thousand times, this is not about you. This is about, <laughs> yeah. about God. That is that is very challenging yeah. part. And I think it's something probably worship leaders in, in general probably don't don't necessarily talk about. It's a hard it's, thing to talk you know, about. Yeah, you know, yeah. You, I don't know if you would, you maybe should like while you're leading worship. Yeah. Be like, hey guys, I just want to let y'all know that my head yeah. is like, you know, that could. I am not. <laughs> I am not in a worshipful state right could now. Could be a really weird worship <laughs> yeah. uh, leadership thing there. Um, so it's you know probably good to yeah. have have people. Yes. And having mentors and that sort of thing in your life that you can talk about that yeah. stuff and can help you. Yes. You know, just to get it outside of your head, I think. Is, has been super helpful for me, and I think mm-hmm. that's the thing I've tried to create for yeah. the leaders, uh, student leaders, yes. and whatnot, is a space where we can talk about those yeah. types of things. Because mm-hmm. um, you know, it doesn't have to be all perfect, and doesn't have yeah. to, you know, success doesn't look like oh, you did everything right. Because mm-hmm. um, really, that's yeah, not always it. So uh-huh. well, that's good. Mm-hmm. And there's been that. a lot of times when like just during a set, you know, I have to refocus, you know, it's not like a, okay, uh, now that we're done, I realize this. It's a lot of the times during a song, even I'm yeah. singing, God, you're great. I'm so unworthy of your praise oh of, yes. of praising you, you know? And, and in my head, I'm like, Oh, you know, this really sounds good, <laughs> <laughs> you know? And I have I to just so surrender, <laughs> you know? And that's like, I really do think we should talk more about that because yeah. I think it's re- really, really real, you know, yeah. and so many people who lead in a corporate setting feel that and understand that and don't talk about it, yeah. you know? Pride is, like, human nature, sadly, and, like, I think it's it's better and more humbling to talk about it than not to. <laughs> yeah, and I think that it it does kind of... It's a hard conversation because at the same time, we want it to sound good, yeah. and so you need to be here. You need to yeah. be listening to yourself because, like, if I'm off yeah. key, then yeah. obviously <laughs> I want to. I want it. That. And so it's like it's, some of those things are good, yeah. and some of the you can it's, get too far. And so it's, it is a challenging thing that yeah. really, you know, if the audience only knew, right? Yeah. <laughs> if they only knew what is going through it's our crazy. brain sometimes. Yeah. Um, the gymnastics that our brains are going yeah. through. Okay, I'm thinking about God. Okay, yep. no, I'm thinking about this <laughs> this harmony. Oh, I'm thinking yep. about what the lyrics and this yep. click that's in my ear and yep. all the stuff that goes along with um, leading worship on stage yes. is crazy. It's a yeah. miracle that we can I know. do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but definitely. I've I've always been impressed with your um, your ability to bring uh, just a, a pure heart, seemingly pure heart, and a like a, <laughs> a realness to the stage mm-hmm. and making it to where these, these are friends that you're leading worship for. Yeah. Like you, you hung out with them during yeah. the week. You, <laughs> it wasn't like you're just coming in and show like, up on. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, and I've always appreciated that. And it made, it always made it to where, you know, we, we knew the real person who was leading worship mm-hmm. up there. Yeah. I don't think, you know, most people are not like, Oh, it's, it's Lena. All I see is the, the Instagram version of her, you know, <laughs> there was no Instagram version of yeah. Lena. It was, um, 
it was Lena, the Lena that I know, and mm-hmm. the Lena that, you know, is also, you know, sharing her struggles in small yeah. groups and, yeah. and you <laughs> know, conversations and whatnot. Yeah. So that helps, I think, that whole, yes. the whole thing. Um, tell us about a highlight moment that you've had when God revealed something to you that either like really revived you, <laughs> maybe refocused you yeah. or completely wrecked you. Hmm. I think there's li- probably <laughs> 16 for every single category. That's you awesome. just, you know, <laughs> because it's such a roller coaster, but there was two that I thought about when you mentioned this question, which one of them was, um, we have our high school retreats, you know. And we were already talking about, you know, the highs and lows that you come off of after one of those. But um, the worship band was playing Stir a Passion. And you just keep singing Stir a Passion Mm -hmm. in my heart. God, let it overflow, overflow, overflow. You just keep singing that over and over. And it was like this moment of just like, all I want to do, God, all that I want to do with my life is bring you glory. Like, that's all I want, you know. And, And it was just like this intense passion, you know, this desire for God's kingdom. And that was probably one of the biggest highs, you know, of just like, and and I still feel that burning desire for God's kingdom. And that's what makes me so excited for the future. Um, And that's like why I am, you know, that's like who I am. That's like all I want, you know? Um, And then probably one of the biggest moments that like has wrecked me was a conversation that we had. Uh I mean, I sort of have led up to with this is just like, you are one of the most humble people I've met. Mm -hmm. You are super willing to like share your like past struggles, your current struggles. And like, I think that that's shaped many of the students in worship ministry. Mm -hmm. And most definitely me is your openness to be like, hey, be careful because this happened to me. And, you know, one time we were having a discussion after kind of a rough set where it was kind of obvious that I was a little distracted and I had gone a little bit over and I was just, you know, feeling that like, oh, but like I know what's best, you know, thing. And you gave me this super clear warning of like, be careful because like it is so easy to like fall into pride. It's so Mm -hmm. easy. And and as a leader specifically, not just as like a worship easier. (laughs) It's it's easier to fall into it, you know? And and you shared stories of that. And I was just like, more than anything, I want a humble heart, you know? And so like that warning wrecked me for sure. Mm. I had a a few days that week where I was just like wrestling with God, you know? And cause you have to kind of give up some stuff to like even, you know, recognize that you were prideful in a situation, you know? Um, and, and I think that really refocused me and I, and I, think about that a lot. I hope, you know, like I, I think about that a lot because yeah. that's a big desire of mine. So, yeah. Yeah. I think pride obviously is something I think musicians can <laughs> easily struggle with. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, then we put you in a leadership position yeah. over all the musicians. <laughs> <Overall> the music. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, okay, we just doubled that potential. Yeah. And, yeah. and so, yes, that's, was definitely something that yeah. young Jerry, <laughs> Oh my goodness. I thought that I knew everything. It was all. (laughs) And so, yeah, I definitely, you know, I had some people in my life, thankfully, Mm -hmm. and that, and I always think back to that pastor that Mm -hmm. came to me and said, Mm -hmm. Hey, Jerry, worship's not the only thing that's happening today. And, and (laughs) and in spite of maybe what you think, it's not the most important thing. (laughs) Um, And so, and I was like, wait, what do you mean? (laughs) Worship is the only thing that's important, you know, going through seasons where I thought, you know, if God shows up, 
then we're going to not do the message because we're yeah, just going to worship the sing. whole yeah. time. <laughs> and it's like, wait a second. Um, that's not yeah. the only move of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are other things that yeah. he wants to do and will do and <laughs> sure. can do. So that was a hard lesson for sure. But yeah. I thank you for sharing that. That's mm-hmm. I know that's it's hard for me to come yeah. down on people, honestly, because I, um, I so care about people. But uh-huh. that's one of those things that yeah. I was thankful looking back I'm very in thankful, my life. Yeah. And so, you know, if, if I... It's wise counsel, so... I would probably be somebody different today if mm-hmm. I never learned that lesson. I'd yeah. probably be one of those prideful <laughs> people that nobody wants to be around. You know? Yeah. And nobody wants them to lead worship either, you yeah. know? And so <laughs> that's an awesome, important lesson. Yeah. We all need to, to learn. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, you mentioned earlier about the lyrics, um, <laughs> some lyrics that were bouncing around. Is Are there any other song lyrics that just kind of like bounce around your head these days? It's like, this means so much to me. And it's mm-hmm. just kind of something that God's con- constantly yeah. during the day putting on your heart. Yeah. Um, I'm obsessed with Upper Room Worship, which you know that. Um, it's a church out of Dallas and they just do a lot of spontaneous worship. And in one of their songs, it was completely spontaneous. It was like which I love. It's just like exciting because you feel like kind of like you were there, you know, because yeah. um, it wasn't planned. And awesome. and they literally just sing Philippians 2, 8 through 11. They okay. just word for word, nothing changed. It's just he humbled himself and became obedient even unto death, mm. even death on a cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted him. I only know this because it was to music. Right, right. <laughs> That's how I yeah. know any scripture from yeah. music. Yeah. <laughs> and has given him the name, which is above every other name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. And every tongue confess that he is Lord. And like, it's just the gospel. It's literally just the gospel. It's, but the fact that Jesus humbled himself, like, and didn't consider himself equal with God. The verse before it says that he didn't even consider himself equal with God. And he like came and lived a life on earth and now he's going to be exalted. And like that just, oh, it makes me all excited and just like. He, he is the name above every other name. So it's just, I love just singing scripture and it helps me remember it. So that's probably the one that's in my head cool. these days. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. That is very grounding. If, if God can be, if Jesus can be humble, mm-hmm. then wow, I think all yeah, of us, I think we'll, all of us can be humble we should be, or, yeah. <laughs> and should be humble. That's for sure. Um, and last question, I just, I love to hear this. I love <laughs> I'm actually talking to students that I've, I've walked through many years with a bunch of students, and I love hearing them talk about what they have learned over the years, and particularly like, hey, if you had the opportunity to talk to Mm -hmm. 7th, 8th grade Lena, (laughs) what would you tell her? Oh, wow. Um, Man, I would tell her a lot of things, but probably like (laughs) the main thing is, um, would be to rest in God's love. Um, I was striving. I still do strive, but I was striving hard in eighth grade to earn perfection almost, you know? And so the idea that like God's grace is sufficient was just not in my head yet, you know? Mm. And and so probably that. And I think that that distanced me from people because they were like, what is she doing? Why is she trying this hard, you know? And so probably just like God's like power is made perfect in your weakness, you know? Like, Because you are weak, he is even more obviously strong. You know what I mean? And so probably just to stop striving so much to be perfect and to, like, accept grace. Um, So that would probably be the big thing. Okay. And also change your outfit. (laughs) (laughs) Change your outfit. 
I don't remember your outfit. Uh, <laughs> what was wrong with your it, outfit? It was just, uh, I don't know. It was the, like, I'm pretty sure I wore the same pair of jeans That's like funny. every day. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> and move your feet. That move one too. Oh, yeah. Whenever of, we fun would lead, I was kind of, I would do one little step, step. Yeah step and that's kind of kind of it loosen up a little lena yeah. that's probably what i'd say <laughs> so many so many young um people that come into our ministry it's like <laughs> you know you're just it's a it's an awkward stage of life yeah and so it's <laughs> you, so many things like you said like you're yes. just trying trying to survive uh-huh. and trying to <laughs> feel loved and do the right yeah. things and you know have friends and all this yeah. stuff and uh it it absolutely makes sense and yeah if we can just, if we can let those those young students know, mm-hmm. hey, God loves you. Yeah. On your awesome days, on your awkward days, on your <laughs> bad days. Yeah. You know, he's not he's not sitting there writing a checklist of, of where all the stuff that you are screwing up yeah. and how goofy <laughs> you look and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Is, you know. Yeah. Um, and that's that's the awesome thing I love about worship in general and. Yeah. For me, living a lifestyle worship is is that of just like listening to God. Yeah. What does He <laughs> have to say? Our brains have so much to tell us. The world has so much to tell us, and most of all of those things basically get us looking at the in the wrong direction, yeah. looking at the wrong stuff. And um, and so I I have absolutely loved all the years. I'm <laughs> so sad that you're going <laughs> off to another country. <laughs> Um, but I am, you have blessed me, you've blessed this ministry, this church, um, so many things that I could say, um, (laughs) it's been awesome. And I, I feel like if there was, um, somebody who is striving to live a lifestyle worship, you're definitely one of those people (laughs) that I've seen. You've, you've done it, you've done it well. And again, (laughs) not perfectly, but you've, you've done it well. And Mm -hmm. so I'm excited to see where God takes you. Where I, I know you're, I'm just like, I sometimes I think of like, oh, what are, what are these people going to be doing in 10 yeah. years? And I have this ah, yeah. vision of, of Lena um, and, you know, it's going to be awesome no matter what it is, whether yeah. it's in a room with nobody in it, you yeah. worshiping Jesus, mm-hmm. that's going to be awesome. Or if you're in front of 10,000 people doing something, or if you're a missionary in yeah. another country, you know, spreading the gospel, God's going to use you in amazing ways because yeah. you are willing to do what he says and to be who he's called you to be. And that's been super blessing to me. Um, so thanks for that. Thanks for hanging out with us today and sharing your heart about lifestyle <laughs> worship. And uh, we appreciate it. It's fun. We'll see everybody else next session. Thanks for joining us and goodbye. <laughs>